This is the World Industrial News for Monday, August 1st, brought to you by Industrial Info Resources of Sugarland, Texas. This newscast is sponsored by Aviva. Listen to Part 7 of their podcast addressing climate change with the Internet of Things and AI. That means that every power plant affects the grid in its own way. Every load affects the grid in its own way. And all those effects are communicated to everybody else through the power system itself. The same is true on the internet, the same is true on the atmosphere. So if you actually looked at the scope of the problem for managing our grid, you're now talking a much larger system than you ever would have thought before. And fortunately, the technology for doing these ultra large systems is coming along very nicely. So we're getting bigger and bigger in these systems and we need to be ready to handle systems of much wider scope. And now you start to talk about why do you need an infrastructure? You really can't put that kind of a data management in an application. You have to really address the needs of the actual suite of problems that you're going to start solving. You also have to make sure that things like AI, which is ideally suited for handling large volumes of data, uh, you have to make provision for them to, them to be used. I heard it once said that the average person has a uh, ability to handle transient data of about five hertz, five times a second. We're talking about problems that are more like a million times a second. Wow. To hear the full podcast, search for IIR's Industry Today podcast on your favorite podcast provider. Industrial Info is pleased to be presenting a complimentary webinar on the outlook for the North American industrial manufacturing industry. The webinar will be presented on Wednesday, August 1st at 10 a.m. Central Time and will be repeated for audiences in Europe and the Asia-Pacific region. Join Dave Pickering, Industrial Info's Vice President of Research for the Industrial Manufacturing Industry, as he discusses the trends and drivers being seen for the remainder of this year and into 2023. Go to industrialinfo.com to register. Petro Peru has been granted a full license for Peru's 192 oil lot. The block is the northern Amazon rainforest and has an estimated output of 12,000 barrels per day of oil. The state-owned company is returning to upstream business in the northern Amazonian region after 26 years, according to a statement from Petro Peru. Moreover, Petro Peru can find a partner to operate the oil block, though this process will require state approval. The hydrogen economy envisioned as the process for switching from fossil fuels like natural gas for transportation, industry, electricity generation, and home office heating and cooling has gained great traction in the last five years, especially in Europe. This is true in the U.S., although the hydrogen hub funding project from the Department of Energy under the Bipartisan Infrastructure Act aims to spend $8 billion toward changing that. 
But for heating and cooling of buildings, the outlook, even among experts, is considerably less inviting. The possible benefits would be greatest among those homes and buildings that burn natural gas, coal, propane, or wood for heating. The 37% of U.S. homes using electricity for HVAC would be at the mercy of whatever procedure their utility uses for generation. And the U.S. Department of Energy has announced a conditional loan of $2.5 billion for Ultium Cells LLC, a joint venture between General Motors Company and South Korean battery maker LG Energy Solution, for the construction of lithium-ion battery cell manufacturing facilities in Ohio, Tennessee, and Michigan. Industrial Info is tracking the projects, which will supply GM's auto assembly plants. For details on these and other breaking news, read the full stories at www.industrialinfo.com. I'm Peggy Tuck reporting for Industrial Info News.